Okay, now they're recording. Wait, Jordan, you piece wait, of shit. Wait, I gotta, I gotta go back. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I'm start over, start over, start over. All right, let me get the song queued up. You want it faked? It's not gonna be organic. Right, here we go. Um, um, you bastard. Let that seriously. Playing Kate Bishop. I'm like, yeah, Jordan watched fucking Stranger Things. As he hasn't, so you know what? I say again. Sorry, can't hear the music's too loud. I almost sent you a video that was really cool, but I'm like, oh, I better check to make sure he's watched Stranger Things. Because I'm like, yeah, he's definitely watched by now. And you're like, no, I haven't. I'm like, you watched almost three, like three hours of Elvis multiple Twice. times, but you did it. Yeah, okay. But that's the thing. You watched it once. That's true. That's fine. Whatever. It's but true. We already Actually, recorded, no, it's and then you saw it again, which is almost three. That's three quarters of Stranger Things. I know. I just I don't want the timing to be just right. Now I was about to come home and watch it last night. Then a friend wanted to see if I want to come over and hang out, so I did. Would be like, hang out and watch Stranger Things. Got some burger and shakes instead. You... And by the time I got home, it was twelve thirty at night, and I just fell asleep. Then I got up and went and saw the first XD showing of Love and Thunder. Wow. Yeah. Then I went out for a quick drink, went to the grocery store. Then I just been hanging out with the toddler the last, I don't know, hour. <laughs> Kicking it. Ugh. We watched ice melt in coffee this morning. Very fascinating. Whoa. Very fascinating. It's like started with three cubes and all of a sudden I was like, oh, where'd they go? <sighs> well, did you at least watch Minions? No. No? I thought that's what we were recording this week. I forgot. Oh my god, you didn't dress up in a suit and tie to go see Minions? I say again, you piece of shit. Jeez, so rude. Ugh, it's like, do you even want to be trending? Like, I I, I don't know. I know, right? Sounds like you don't. All righty. Welcome back, everybody, to a brand new episode of the Movies and Brews podcast, where we talk movies and we drink some brews. I'm Jordan, and staring through the screen here is the Asgardian king himself, Daniel. Yes, Asgardian king. Yeah, sure. Why not? Why not? Why not? So today we are talking the new MCU film, Thor, Love and Thunder. So sit back, relax, grab a drink, and... Cue that Guns N' Roses. Oh, wait, no, it's Sweet Child of Mine, not... <laughs> Sweet Child of Mine! Oof. Okay, yeah, let's... Cheers. Get away from that. Yeah, Cheers! Welcome to the jungle. Gets worse every day. Yeah, but it was yeah, it was sweet child of mine, not welcome to the jungle. 
Alrighty. So for today, to get into some beers here, I have Oakshire Brewing beer. I got, I was trying to think of something to go with Thor's Love and Thunder today. So I was trying to find something like revolving around God's Love, Thunder. Did you get Stormbreaker? I got one called The Perfect Storm, which, yes, kind of reminded me of Stormbreaker the Axe. Uh, you could have gone for Stormbreaker Brewing. Literally the name of the axe. I know, but I wanted it. It's actually... okay. I didn't go for Stormbreaker either. Well, I actually looked at Stormbreaker to see if they had anything like because they've had like thunder stuff related. So I don't know. Wanted something more in the title, not the brewery, but well, I got something from Ghost Town so, so, Brewing. So it's a double IPA. You got something from Double or wait, what's it called? It's called Ghost, Ghost Town, Town IP or Brewing. It's called the Illuminated Eye, and it's got a picture of a cat on it. Whoa. And I put the sticker on his eye. Should have had that for light year. That could have been your fox. It's a pale ale though. Hey, pale is good. Mine's a double IPA. Yeah, well, that's good. You gotta catch up, Jordan, because uh I went to a bottle shop and I'm like, no, I'll sit down, have a couple beers, you know. A couple beers, and I'm like, got home and I'm like, okay, I'm a little drunk. Woo-hoo-hoo. like okay i guess i need to eat more so i ate more than uh then i got my new beer but i'm like yeah let's keep it rolling i got filled up on popcorn at the movie then i went to the valley public house had two beers there that were delicious kind of watched other people review thor a little bit and then went home and i just wanted to almost want to just want to take a nap i laid on the couch the little baby was trying to play and i was like no baby and I'm like, let me rest a little bit i'm tired now too much sunshine and beer stop Uh. all right here we go let's get into some movie news here what is going on in the movie news world well pretty much the emmys which is movie slash tv but since you know marvel has a shitload of tv shows we kind of have to at least mention a little bit like the most i've seen is like i mean loki apparently got six emmy nominations whoa Hawkeye got two, which I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, Moon Knight got eight Emmy Awards, and I think that's probably been my favorite show of the MCU, at least of lately. Like last year, we had WandaVision, and so, but at least of what we got this year, I think Moon Knight was probably one of my favorites. And and along with that, Chadwick Boseman received a posthumous Emmy nomination for his role in What If. Because he did voice T'Challa, like okay. I think in the what if, like if he became like a guardian of the galaxy, essentially. Oh, nice. But let me pull up the website because we did get a few other things. Like, I mean, obviously for let me see. I know it's for best drama. Stranger Things was nominated. Woohoo! Which. Yeah, we had Better Call Better Call Saul, Euphoria, Ozark, Severance, which I hear is really good. That's an Apple TV one. Squid mm-hmm. Games, which actually we were talking about recently. Stranger Things, Succession, and Yellow Jackets. And apparently Stranger Things only was nominated for Best Drama. None of the actors were nominated for anything. I, really? Yeah, which is kind of... Because from part one that I've seen, there's at least two that are standouts in this season. That is disappointing. Yeah. Where's Mad Max's Emmy nomination? Exactly. Mad Max deserves one, and I'd say Eleven does too. 
I was thinking about that 11 or even the like the little girl that they got to play younger 11. She also did a great. Yeah. I mean, even even uh, Jim Hopper, man. I mean, that's some good acting being stuck in a Russian prison. And like that. Steve, Eddie, like, come on. You haven't even watched the finale. Yet. You don't even know. But damn. Don't <sighs> mention anything. I'm not mentioning anything. I'm wow. just naming characters you've met. You know, that's Another it. Another news. Topher Grace turned 44 today. Jesus. Eric Foreman all grown up. He's all grown up. Same with Michelle Rodriguez. 44 as well. Oh my gosh, though. Eric Foreman. As far as like outstanding limited or anthology series, the only notable one that I've seen is Pam and Tommy. Which what is, is cool. That's cool. I like that one. Oh, Phil Lord turned 47. Which also mm-hmm. Sebastian Stan was nominated for Pam and Tommy as well. Oh, good. That's good to hear. But not and not, so is Lily James. Lily James, Pam too. And, oh, okay, yeah. that is awesome. I know what sucks is I I haven't really watched any of these other ones like the maid the dropout inventing Anna like didn't watch any of these other TV shows right well I'm still happy for that because the one thing we both had to say about Pam and Tommy was the acting by those two was superb oh it was so I'm happy to hear that that does put a smile on my face uh let's see and I got a lot of supporting I don't know I'm trying to think Trying to see, I mean, it's a lot of outstanding variety talk series. Like, who gives a shit about talk shows? Am I right? Am I right? All right. I don't know. I mean, like, I don't usually pay too much attention, but yeah, Stranger Things got some nominees. Apparently, for some reason, none of the actors or actresses from Stranger Things got any nominees, which I think is really fucked up for how hyped this new season was. Like, I loved this last season. Um, still think with the finale in total, I. I think it's probably my favorite season right now. If I rewatch season one, I guarantee it goes season one, season four, then probably three, then two, as far as the seasons I like the most. Mm -hmm. And I told Shiloh, I'm like, shit, this is going to become my Game of Thrones if they fuck this up in season five. The, uh, like, yeah, like the finale of the entire series. I'm like, if they fuck this up in season five, this will be my Game of Thrones. We'll see, though. We will see. For me, it'll be my... I haven't seen Game of Thrones, so for me, it'll be my How I Met Your Mother. <laughs> well, I mean, or I guess... Tech, show. I never watched Game of Thrones. It, you know, just wasn't into it. It's crazy. But, despite how much 70s shows, probably top five TV shows ever for me, how it's just... Just that last season. All right. Yeah. No, I, I get it. I get it. Oof, yeah. But it's pretty much all notable Emmys, you know. Still going strong. Mm, not a lot of... Oh, fuck. Well, the only other thing for movie news that I saw, which let me look it up to make sure I get the name right. Oh, yeah. So, freaking. I know him best from Elf, but he was also in The Godfather and several other. But James Can died this past week. Uh, I heard about that. Oh, yeah. Elf's dad? Uh, yes. Oh. I know. He was 82 from Godfather and Elf. Um, well, I guess we'll have to buy The Godfather to celebrate Prime Day. 
in his honor. Well, I mean, I was thinking about it. Yeah. I mean, it wouldn't be the worst trilogy to own on 4K. But yeah, I saw that. I'm like, oh, that's too bad. Well, maybe I'll watch Elf this year. Better. Yeah. But I'm like, yeah, it's always sad when somebody dies. Other than that, though, I don't really know a lot of other news besides all the random Emmy stuff and just... What's going on with uh, the Flashpoint? <laughs> is there more shit going on with is the Flashpoint? Well, is it just in limbo at this point? Like, we don't know what we're going to do yet? <laughs> I mean, it's they already said it's coming out, but they said they, they'll probably replace Ezra Miller as the Flash. In the future? Or, or reduce reshoots with this one to kind of pass the torch? They, I don't think they're going to do reshoot reshoots especially because they said that Ezra Miller is pretty much in every single scene in the movie so they're like it's impossible to essentially reshoot his parts at the very least who knows I mean he comes through they're introducing like the Flash multiverse so just pick any one of the other like cast a good Wally or sorry Ezra Miller is wait no who is he he's he's uh I mean he is the Flash uh, no no he's barry allen barry allen yeah 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 ezra miller is barry allen so i don't know best i think you should just hopefully you got a good actor hopefully wally west shows up in the flash movie and just give it to wally west everybody loves wally west as the flash give him a mother- comic book favorite like just i'm a motherfucking keaton batman already i <laughs> know i know it's just like oh michael keaton Back is Batman. Just kidding. The movie shelf. Like, how fucked up would that be? Just kidding. Uh, we got other stuff here. Underage girls and all this bullshit fights. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's just like, like God damn went it. from like, man, hey, oh, for Ezra- just a few months, then go like, do your weird oh. shit. <laughs> oh, I know. It's like, oh, Ezra Miller. Like, ah, oh. he did this shitty thing. I'm like, oh man, fucking actors. Am I right? And then it's like, Ezra Miller did this, and then this, and then this. I'm like. Jesus fucking Christ, dude. Like, what the fuck? I know you're too young to be, have this much on your record already. <laughs> like, all right. Well, uh, yeah. So we're probably going to see a new Flash after Esther Miller, which is fine. It's not like DC has any major continuity going on right now. So, no, it's Good. unfortunate. I wish, I wish we could do a hard reset on their stuff, like back in time reset kind of stuff. Cause, I liked where they started with Man of Steel, but man, it just went to shit pretty quick. It's unfortunate because I mean, after they some... got um, merged with Discovery, you know, since Discovery bought Warner Brothers, they're kind of restructuring right now. And it sounds like we'll get more consistent because one of the big things that when Discovery bought Warner Brothers, they said, like, why the fuck? Like, they pointed out how badly they're mishandling some of their biggest IPs. So, like, they're like there hasn't been a superman movie and like you know since man is or since batman versus superman or you know not even like i mean man of steel is technically the only standalone standalone yeah so they're talking about like why the fuck did you not make you had henry cavill on contract like what are you guys doing so they're trying to restructure it trying to like do like more but they're also doing like the uh because if they could just get better with their storytelling and con- continuity like i would so much rather be more ex- and would be more excited for 
let me start over. I would so much rather go see and be more excited for a DC film because they're just darker and grittier than a Marvel film. Marvel films right. are just getting way too cookie cutter, as we'll uh, talk about later. Yeah. But I know, I know. That's like dead horse right there. It's just like, yeah, we want more consistency out of DC. I'm like, what, what they've put out recently has been great, though. We'll give them that. Suicide Mark. Squad, Peacemaker, The Batman. The Batman. I feel like there's one more. It already but... feels like that was such a long time ago. Like It doesn't feel like it was this year. No. I still have... I got the Batman Steelbook, so... Me too. Woo! Nice. And in a couple days, I'll have the Bob's Burgers Steelbook. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. Bob's Burgers. Yeah, I'll, pu- I'll plug that at the time of recording on July 12th. It's streaming on Hulu, HBO Max, and I think on Disney Plus in the UK. Whoa. So uh, watch it if you haven't watched it. If you like the show, it's great. And uh, it's a good should, entry point for the series. It? Am I going to like it? I don't know if you'll like it. Like I said, <laughs> it's it's hard to tell. If you started out with season one and didn't like it, like I can understand that because season one's a bit rough around the edges for sure but like this is kind of like the movie is like kind of everything that's great about bob's burgers so i feel like if you don't like the movie then you just bob's burgers isn't for you but it's still a fun movie it got some good musical moments in it like had a blast i do like musical moments that pop up sometimes family guy has some good ones I mean, Bob's Burgers got some great ones. A bag of weed, a bag of weed, no, 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 bag of weed. <laughs> exactly. But yes. Anyway, that's all I have for movie news. Excellent. All right. Well, thank you. Let's move on here. Um, yeah, as far as other stuff I saw this week, I've just been so busy. I haven't seen anything else other than Elvis again. I saw Elvis for a second time. Jesus, get over! It. I'm just kidding, but no, I did. I was trying to get to a couple things that released on Netflix this Netflix and Hulu this week, but I just didn't get around to it. So no, I saw Thor: Love and Thunder on Thursday, and that's it. Nice, Daniel. Opening day. Whoa! I did. It just worked out. Nice. All right. Well, I guess we'll move into our main movie on tap here, and let's talk Thor. Love and thunder! His hands were once used for battle. Now they're but humble tools for peace. I need to figure out exactly who I am. Choose my own path. Live in the moment. My superheroing days are over. Or Love and Thunder. Written and directed by Taka Watiti. Starring Chris Hemsworth, Natalie Portman, Christian Bale, Tessa Thompson, Taika Watiti is the voice of Korg, Russell Crowe. And all the Guardians of the Galaxy. Woo! For a very limited amount of time. Thor enlists the 
the help of Valkyrie Korg and ex-girlfriend Jane Foster to fight Gore, the God Butcher, who intends to make the gods extinct. Woo! Alrighty, Daniel. So, new Marvel movie is already here. Doesn't seem like Doctor Strange into the Multiverse of Madness was even that long ago, but here we are with another. So, Daniel, were you excited for this one? Were you just pumped going in? Couldn't wait for more Thor? Director of Ragnarok is returning. What what were your thoughts going in? And did you have a good time? Sounds like you made it opening night. Yeah, I went Thursday at like 5.30, saw it in 3D. Oh, nice. Uh, 3D was good. Like nothing really that like jumped out of me is like a big, mo- like a 3D moment, but it still looked good. Um, but besides that, no, I like, I, I enjoy, like I didn't, like way back when, when Thor Ragnarok came out, I remember seeing that in theaters and I'm like, I, I didn't know how to feel about it. I wasn't really into it. But upon like a couple rewatches, I'm like, no, this is a blast. Like I have fun watching it now. Um, so I was like, yeah, Thor Ragnarok, cool. We're going to get another one of those with Thor Love and Thunder, like a cool 80s, vibrant, colorful, like kind of like 80s synthy. And, you know, I mean, we had what? Sweet Child of Mine. I feel like it was, I can't, I think the, the first trailer used Led Zeppelin, then the other trailers used Guns it, N' Roses. It's been Guns N' Roses the whole time. Okay, it's been Guns N' Roses. Maybe Led Zeppelin was the first Ragnarok. But Guns N' Roses, yeah. So I'm like, okay, this looks like it's going to be more of that. Bit maybe pushed a little farther. And I'm like, cool. Excited for that. Watch the trailer. Uh, like didn't like oh shit this is gonna be fucking awesome like i'm just like okay this still looks like i'm gonna be into it um you know i only watched the first trailer because i'm like that's all i needed like i don't need to get everything spoiled for me in trailers in christian bale entering the mcu like that's pretty sweet hell yeah so i'm like okay this should be good i'm excited like i'm not like super pumped like i was more excited for the multiverse of madness personally than I was for this but I was still excited and then I went to go see it and what do you say except for man I was sorely disappointed beyond belief and I'm already a little drunk so it's gonna get worse from here I love it I love the sound of that all right well for me yeah, I mean, I've expo- I've expressed it quite a bit on this show the last like year that I'm just a little burnt out on superhero movies, with the exception of I really enjoyed Shang Chi and Spider Man, Far From Home. Thought those were great, and then and the Batman movies. Well, Batman too, but well, the Batman, the Batman. I'm talking about just Marvel in general, though, right now. And yeah, I think Daniel and I are just in the minority. Like we both really, really enjoyed Doctor Strange into the Multiverse of Madness. So many people I, I've talked to are just like, meh. But Daniel and I, I, it's and yes, it is kind of a sequel to the WandaVision show, but I had a great time with that one. I really enjoyed that one. Same. I've watched it three times now. I was excited for it, and for me, it didn't let down. There's different directions I kind of wanted to see it go in, but overall, I was very satisfied with that one. It was it was a good time, for sure. Needless to say, I was still just kind of feeling my superhero fatigue, and it was not really... A, Really looking forward to Thor Love and Thunder. The trailers looked all right. Yeah, Taika Waititi's back. 
he's you know and it like daniel it took me a couple of watches to really enjoy ragnarok i liked it way better the second time i saw it i still overall enjoy ragnarok quite a bit and i feel like they were kind of going for another ragnarok but didn't quite hit it they just couldn't hit the hammer on the nail and get it it just they didn't. they they really couldn't they couldn't hit the na- the the hammer on the nail and they couldn't hit the 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 wood and the axe i don't i don't know no it, it was like basically like basically saying basically the way to put it is ragnarok was lightning in a bottle for that type of like we're gonna go all out with flashy with humor and stuff like that and then they tried to do it again and it's just like most comedy sequels it was just not good not good this, okay okay they, oh. you know jordan we should just uh, are, sorry are you still doing your initial thoughts mm-hmm. okay i didn't hate this movie but I was not a huge fan of it at all. A lot of things bothered me. For one, my freaking guardians are in it for like five minutes. What the frick? And they weren't even that exciting, honestly. Like their parts were so minimal. Just like, eh, okay. I was very disappointed in that. I mean, which honestly, as soon as I started seeing the guardians, I'm like, man, I just want to watch a guardians three. Like, fuck Thor. I just want to see a guardians three. But needless to say, my biggest complaint about this, and we'll really get into it, is I did not like, after all, Thor's been through and his story arc all the way through Infinity War and Endgame. They just make him a fucking like 80s comedy joke. I mean, he's just a freaking joke in this movie. And I did not appreciate that. And oh my God, I like Guns N' Roses and all, but enough of the Guns N' Roses shit. I mean, they were basically sponsors of this film. Oh my gosh, it was like Guns N' Roses every five minutes. Fucking they even, even had a kid that wanted to change his name to Axel Rose or just Axel. I'm like, really? Seriously? We're going that far? yeah but yeah yeah needless to say i was disappointed in this all right you're saying oh i'm saying now that you're done with initial thoughts we should just cut it now rejoin and then just like go for it go for it just reset the 40 minutes all right we can do that i'm gonna go get refill my water bottle though okay hurry 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 don't lose momentum just run 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 all right i'll run i'll run all right And we're back. We're back. Done with initial thoughts. Still mad as hell. Still mad as hell. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Where do we even begin here? Okay. Um, well, let, let me regale you with a story. Uh, first, before I even saw the movie, let me tell you about my theater experience. Because mm. I went on Thursday. Uh, XD was pretty much all sold out. But also Thursday, I had to work a little later. So I got off at five. I'm like, okay, well, let's see. Well, there was a 515 3D showing that had five people in it total. Oh, sweet. So, yeah. I'm like, cool, whatever, perfect. There were five of us total. One guy sat like, like I picked middle, second to top. So it's in like a smaller theater. So I'm like, perfect. Guy was right behind me. No problem. Three people walked in. An elderly gentleman who was the dad, who was like probably 60, 65, 70, anywhere from 60 to 70. And his two older kids, which were like, gotta be in their 40s. (laughs) Sounds like our dad. And these motherfuckers, like... Uh were so obnoxiously loud during the previews but i'm like just trying to keep it together because i'm like whatever it's the previews it it technically doesn't fucking matter still rude 
because like for a while like one of the ladies just seen him like i can't find my 3d classes where oh did they God. go and she's like essentially shouting about it i'm like oh my god shut up like but whatever it's <laughs> it's thriller. so i'm like whatever as soon as the movie starts the dad gets a motherfucking phone call and he answers it answers he's it just, he's just talking on the phone like oh yeah i'm in a movie right now oh yeah we're You're like yeah so hang the fucking phone up you stupid like it, i'm like I'm like, your kids seem somewhat more respectful. Your son at least seemed to be trying to get everybody in line, but nobody stopped him. And like, he just kept, he's like, and I could hear the lady on the fucking phone too. How, how far into the movie? Like right when it started it right rolling? Right at the beginning. Like immediately as it started, he got a phone call. So while well, Christian Bale's in the desert? Yeah, yeah. And and eventually I just like lean over and I'm like, dude, shut the fuck up. Like, are you, or I, I said so. I think I said, dude, are you fucking kidding me? Like, are you stupid? Or, like, I said that. I said, like, are you fucking kidding me? And then he's like, oh, I guess I gotta go. Bye. I guess I gotta go. Who would have thought? Talking in the theater. Like, Who would have fucking thought? You piece of shit. <laughs> but anyway, luckily, I was like so pissed off. But after I told them to shut the fuck up, they shut the fuck up. And they pretty much didn't talk the rest of the oh, movie. That's awesome. But I'm like, are you shitting my dick right now? You're going to answer a call and you're not just going to be like, I'm on, I'm at a movie. Bye. You're going to fucking continue the conversation like an asshole. If you were in arm's length, I could see you like pulling a Hank Moody if it rang again, picking it up. Like, sorry, I have to call you back and then just chuck his phone into the wall. I probably would have just walked out at that point, but it's also like five people. It'd be pretty easy to track me down using my information. So. He's like, you were banned from Cinemark. I'm like, worth it. Worth it. I'll go to AMC now. Fuck you. Jeez. Anyway, <laughs> but besides oh. all that, the movie still sucked ass. <laughs> it almost sounds like you. there's a chance you might dislike it more than I do. Oh, no. I fucking hated it. I almost left. I was just I was, bored, honestly. Like, there's just so much too- meh. There, going on. there was a two this was a two-hour movie like just over like two hours nine minutes you know and that's including credits and end credits so the bulk of the movie's two hours long and like an hour it, or you know i didn't know it was an hour in but i was like looking at i'm like i'm so fucking over everything that they're going for right now and then i looked in my watch i'm like i got an hour left like i know they're gonna they're gonna I, at least fingers crossed i was like okay they're they're gonna pull out something in like the final act that i'm gonna want to see you know so i stayed i'm like also I'm like in post-credit scenes and whatnot like you know it's thursday i'm like cool i'm like just i'll i'll just stay with it so, i figured i figured the same thing i'm like part of it's just i've seen every mcu film in theaters up until this point i'm gonna just just wait it out. Actually, besides Black Widow, I didn't. I watched that one on Disney Plus. Oh, okay, I saw it in theaters. Yeah. Well. Anyway, but no, no. An hour in, I'm like, dude, I'm over this. I'm done. Like, and then I'm like, all right, whatever. I think that's when I, I check my phone. For the end, I'm like, wow, some of that was cool, but also, what the fuck did you guys just do? Like, 
I my my biggest takeaway from this is this is the Toy Story four of the Thor movies because they totally Buzz Lightyear Thor in this movie where in Toy Story four when Buzz Lightyear's like oh I think I got a conscience or something starts hitting his buttons for the answers to his questions I'm like this is something Buzz Lightyear from Toy Story one would be doing not all the character development up until this point he wouldn't be doing this now in toy story 4 it doesn't make sense no, for his character. not at all well thor wouldn't be doing any of this shit from all the character growth he's had since thor 1 to endgame no but here we are we just kind of reset him to a bumbling dumbass for no fucking reason no reason at all it, no reason it, and that it drove really, me nuts i was so that, just angry watching this i yeah no reason at all him and jane's the explanation from their breakup blah 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 i was just i don't know i was just not into that at all there's a couple cute funny moments i admit the one the part that made me chuckle out loud was the uh roller skating and being pulled by uh mulner that that was actually pretty funny <laughs> see but, like i like their little like flashback moment to kind of like because okay one of the biggest problems i had honestly really like jane foster as like the mighty thor i think is what the title of the comic is Jane Foster's Mighty Thor loved it. Wish I had more of it. Or there was a lot of it, but like I wanted it, except for it wasn't earned. I, if it was earned, I would be all for it. I still really liked it, but I also is watching. I'm like, damn, like Natalie Portman's great as this character, but it's also like, why the fuck? Like they just like I mean, it was part of like the issue with I guess Phase One. You know, she was not really important like she was important in thor one and that's pretty much it you know after maybe thor two in the dark world like she stopped being important and that was all in phase one and two mm -hmm. i think i don't i only think dark i think dark world is phase two but like it's beginning of phase two technically phase two yeah so we had i, I think they didn't the know what to do with her character they didn't know if she was going to be a long-term character they just didn't know what to do with her I know it could have been contracts, but I'm like, damn, like it's really one of the shortcomings of this movie is just the fact I'm like watching. I'm like, yeah, Natalie Portman actually, I don't remember liking her, but I'm like, oh, maybe it's just because they didn't give her much to do in the older movies, which they really didn't. But I'm like, I like this character. I like her. Oh, she had good moments. I mean, she was the storm chaser. Yeah. Her and her well, friend. Well, like I said, like, I wish they had kept her around throughout the MCU you know they kind of did well, what Amy yeah, McAdams eight year like, hiatus is not not good for a character no especially like I mean Amy Mc, it is Amy McAdams right that was in like Doctor Strange we saw her in the original Doctor Strange mm -hmm. and hadn't seen her since the Multiverse of Madness yeah, Amy Adams yeah yeah uh and it just like I was watching it I'm like I enjoyed her Mighty Thor I loved her Mjolnir action because I really loved how it was shattered and how that was used to like fight there awesome. was cool moments there yeah super cool moments there but i like i said it didn't feel earned and it sucks because like watching him like you should have kept her around you should have given her more stuff to do because i really enjoy what she is right now i just feel like there was an actual like pathway from well, start to so, finish so why did milner pick her to begin with i mean they kind of explain it in the uh in the little like rom-com flashback as he tells the hammer to watch over her and she said, like, when she, I mean, spoiler, but she gets cancer, which is kind of a big thing in the comics. Okay, I didn't know Which that. they didn't really approach it the, the same way as they did in the comics. In her comic story, like, one of the interesting parts about her mighty Thor is she takes over Thor's mantle when he's, like, 
gone like he was doing a multiverse like he's just kind of like going through the multiverse like trying to figure out who he is he's going on a soul searching quest in the comics and she takes up the like the hammer as mighty thor uh the thing in that is that she also has cancer so the biggest drama is like while she has to fight between being a hero but every time she uses mjolnir since it purges the toxins from your body every time she uses it it purges her chemotherapy which they don't really explain it quite like that in the movie. They do something pretty similar. But so that's kind of like the biggest thing is like she has to choose between being a hero and like well, surviving. This is where I would like other movies leading up to this moment. Like once once she is Mighty Thor, that's fine. But getting there felt, felt so rushed. I mean, like I said, eight, eight year hiatus. Yeah, just not good. You know. Yeah. I mean, I mean we're, and not, we're that's not including that Endgame, where she came in and shot a couple extra scenes, which took place in Thor: mm-hmm. The Dark World. Like, and it really sucks. Like I said, I really liked what they did with her, but I'm like, damn, I wish they had actually developed that from start to finish. That would have been great. Would have been, been awesome. I, which was one of my biggest problems, is like, like literally watching her Thor, and I'm like, I like this. I don't like that you just stuck her in this and we never got to see her since thor too so there's a lot more opportunity for her to show up i'm surprised she wasn't the one that showed up in wandavision and it was kat denning's character you know put put maybe like i like that character having her moment if you will but yeah i see what you mean yeah but i'm like put put natalie portman in that and then you could be like oh well she was exposed to this weird radiation from the town like from the event that she developed cancer or something like that could have been even a little bit better than what we got but yeah that that oh my god they they wanted us to care like about their relationship so bad but i just couldn't for some reason well like i said they because they just kind of dropped her off like her character dropped off a cliff since thor 2 and we haven't heard from her since they i mean i, I, I gotta admit i kind of chuckled i'm like you meet this like you meet this god with a 10 body and yet you're still going through modern age breakups <laughs> i'm like i would have held on to that if i were you <laughs> made it work yeah. out somehow <laughs> hey just yeah it, like the rom-com stuff was cute like a little bit but it's also like man like you're really i almost would have rather not have that and like look you're not gonna i get that you're trying like they're essentially trying to speed run us to care about their relationship but I'm like literally it's been eight years like we just just as a viewer jane foster's character fell off a cliff and for better or worse that's where we're at that's i completely agree with that completely agree and while i thought there were some funny moments with the uh i guess three-way love story between thor Mjolnir and Stormbreaker. That was only funny for a couple haha moments. Then after that, That's... I'm like, when he went to talk to the axe on the ship, I'm like, okay, let's just drop this act already. Like, this is just getting stupid. That's that's probably my biggest gripe with the movie is anything that any like bit that was funny, they beat it into the ground. So by the yeah. end of it, I'm like, I'm so fucking tired of this. Like, yeah, we get like in Thor 3, like Ragnarok, he's talking to Korg after he's lost his hammer. 
you know, and, you know, Cork's like, it sounds like you had a very special relationship with that hammer and Thor's just kind of tearing up like, yeah, I did. I'm like, that was hilarious. But to treat like the hammers, like the ex, like, like my ex hanging out with my other ex. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, yeah. And I'm like, okay. Like they just went too hard into that with the hammer being the ex having weird, like, in, like you would think the converse, awkward conversations, like a rom-com someone would be having with their ex-girlfriend that by bringing in two years later, he's having it between the hammer and then reassuring the ex that you're my current partner. I'm like, at first it might've been funny, but by the end, by the middle, I was like, I'm sick of this. I hate this. This isn't working for me. No. And then on top of of the jokes didn't work for me. A lot of the humor just did not work for me. I mean, the, the goats screaming, funny at first on the planet. Only thing. Oh my my God. Was it annoying afterwards? The only, yeah, the only thing that was above annoyance for him treating the hammer like an X was literally the goat screams. I'm like, okay, the first time, funny. Second time, sure. It just kept happening. After after the goats were on the guardian ship, I didn't care anymore. Yeah, like I was, the goat screams, I was so fucking done. Like, I'm just like, stop, stop it. None of this is funny. Knock it off. I just, which sucks. Like I said, I like I love watching Ragnarok. It's such a blast to watch. But maybe we're we're missing Planet Hulk. We're missing some Hulk action. Yeah, well, we're missing Planet Hulk. Like Valkyrie. Like while she was in this, she wasn't in it much. I would have loved to see more of her. I mean, we got a decent amount of Natalie Portman's Thor, which I feel like for how the movie end uh, ended i'm glad i like again i wish we had a row here but we didn't yeah uh and then just like i said they they toy story for where they like kind of reset thor's character development made him a fucking idiot and they made him an asshole too Mm -hmm. like things that like and i I watched the video it's like yeah like is you think thor like continue on his growth throughout the movies like he takes more care for collateral damage like he steps away when he like uses Mjolnir to like transport himself you know to make sure nothing gets destroyed in this and this one he's just like yeah fuck your town hall I'm just gonna get out of here and blow up your ceiling and all that stuff and it just feels like he said it just feels like they move the character backwards to maybe push him one step forward all for terrible laughs all just for bad bad laughs yeah yeah, I barely laughed at all. Most of the jokes didn't land at all. I'm, let's see, I'm trying to think of the jokes that didn't make me laugh. Maybe the first time the goats, we heard them squawking and squealing. That was kind of funny. I'll tell you the part that made me laugh since we're in spoilers now is when they, I actually did like this realm, when they're into the dark realm and everything's kind of black and white and it looks like the ship's headed for a near distant moon. And then all of a sudden it crashes because it's actually pretty small. That made me chuckle out loud. And I will say my favorite scene in the whole movie was all the stuff on that little tiny moon. That stuff was pretty sweet. Maybe it's just the black and white film noir feel to everything. But all that stuff, the action in that scene was very cool. That's the thing. Is like That's why I'm glad I stuck around. Like The last third of the movie... I thought was cool just because, yeah, we had went from such a bright color palette to literally just like the dark, the dark realm, not the dark world. That's Thor too. But 
literally we went to the dark realm so like the color is just sucked out of it completely the only time you see color is when natalie portman's mighty thor is using mjolnir as like to radiate a little bit of energy so she can see which i'm like cool that's that that was interesting that was that, cool that like yeah i'm like watching that i'm like that's cool i enjoy the cinematography of this you know but also we didn't even mention gore the god butcher christian bale's character but you know spoiler he's on my he's he's on my list of positives well like positive yeah but the same just like yeah gore the god butcher how many gods do you see him butcher one one (laughs) Like, but they talk about all the gods he's killed. And I'm like, it'd be cool if we could see some of that. You know, like we saw one and it was a very light kill. Like when he was in the, in the presence, especially during that scene on the little moon, cool, liked it. He was menacing, but yeah, he still didn't feel like a huge threat per se. And he had all the opportunities to kill Thor and didn't do it. Would have been better if we saw a couple more fight scenes with him killing gods but no we saw him kill one right at the beginning and then it just cuts to oh well now he's just doing all his shit in the background and mm-hmm. here's thor doing his stuff and i'm like i like thor the god butcher christian bale awesome guess what didn't do anything with them like yeah the fight scene at the end was cool but like we didn't actually see him butcher fucking gods which that, i would i would like to see yeah, yeah I, I will like, say as far as a little more on the positive side, I liked Russell Crowe's Zeus, although they made a joke out of him. Russell Crowe, with what he had to work with, was excellent. I thought. I mean, I don't mind that they made Zeus a bumbling asshole because he pretty much is a bumbling asshole. But I, I loved Russell Crowe as Zeus. Oh, he was really perfect for that. that. I, I, I got a good chuckle at his stuff. Makes me want, I'm like, yeah, like Russell Crowe, I, mean, I always think of him as like dramas, but I'm like, damn, gotta watch the nice The, the scene man. where he's throwing the uh, Thunderbolt around like a baton and just, that's, I, I was, I was smiling during that. Now, every, every like Zeus moment, I was all for. Russell Crowe really knocked it out of the park. I enjoyed all of it. But it, it just wasn't enough to say. I mean, yeah, like the 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 like the scene at like I want to say Mount Olympus. I forget what they call it in the movie, but like where all the gods conjugate, mm-hmm. and like when he like flicks and you know knocks Thor's clothes off. That was hilarious when all the women like fainted. Like holy shit! Like you know, like that's like stuff when I, funny. Like an Elvis last week. <laughs> you know, like that was hilarious. And Russell Crowe's Zeus was amazing. You flick but, too hard. Like, you know, it, and then you know, eventually the the goats break in and scream like, "Oh!" I just like I I think I probably think like the Mount of the Gods is probably one of my favorite parts. The end and the end like fight scene in black and white was cool and the more noir sense. But damn, for me there was just very little to like about this because they really just fumbled and they kind of broke Thor's character. I mean, when we get to the end of the movie, he the whole movie like revolves around him rescuing kids that were kidnapped and i'm like that's fine but like at the, by the end he's just like got thor or not thor he's got zeus's thunderbolt and he's just like oh i'll bestow into you the power of thor for a limited time but i'm like why the fuck didn't you do that in endgame why the fuck didn't you do that any time before this like yeah. it just doesn't make well, sense. well exactly and I, I like that moment too where like 
all right, transport them all home. And also, the, all the kids are magically surrounded that by that surrounding that one kid, Axel. Yeah. For transportation, like just magically, they're all lined up, ready to go. It's like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah right. It. This was a just just all of this was just a huge disappointment. Well, so like, as far as the MCU goes, where's this all going at this point? These solo films have not been great as far as tying stuff together and like having a future. Like, where is this all going? Like, what's going to be the next threat as far as bringing Avengers together? See, now that's the hardest part. Like, you know, a lot of people are like, yeah, like this is kind of like the fallout era where like we have that huge end game that we're kind of sitting with like the consequences of the snap and like that's fine and all but also like with all these standalone movies i wouldn't mind them as much if they didn't follow the same cookie cutter like movie excuse me like mcu established um they're still playing like, it safe to this day yeah, I'm like, dude, if, if you know, that's, like, that's you, kind of why Infinity War was like the top, top of it for me, like the bell curve, if you will. Infinity War, I'll kind of include Endgame there. And then it just has been downhills. I feel like we are on the decline. Yeah, you know, I get like, if you want to call the fallout, it's fine, whatever. But it's also like, okay, but like, this was the perfect time with like a lot of our main heroes that we've following for years exiting. Why isn't this like kind of like how the MCU started with like get new directors upcoming, let them kind of take these play in the sandbox. But instead you're like, no, you just have to follow this formula that we've developed. I'm like, okay, this would be the perfect time to start doing more interesting stuff. And maybe as you're like growing your new universe to start making it like a little more more coherent and structured. But like, as of right now, just to get people interested again, like I would have just let people gone wild, but it's just, the same shit decent opening weekend for this 140 ish million dollars but still kind of low they're projecting 200 million opening weekend millions it, made more than this yeah it's why still... why does that happen well domestically domestic domestically sure sure 140 but domestically but that this shouldn't m- happened anyway i i don't know i'm predicting it's gonna have not quite as big a fall as a uh, second weekend decline as Doctor Strange did, which I was shocked how big Doctor Strange went down in weekend two. Yeah. Shocked. I don't think Thor Love and Thunder is going to have as big a drop, but it's going to drop hard, I think. Minimal you know, 50%. Yeah, as much as like I enjoy some of the MCU shows, but I think MCU, like they're just pumping out too much at this point that I saw somebody like oh yeah phase one had like 12 hours of content phase two like i think phase one had like five or six movies in it it was like 12 12 and a half hours of content phase two was more like 16 hours of content phase three was like like you know because it was a lot longer it was like closer to like 20 hours of content and then it's like oh this new phase with all the tv shows and all the movies like almost doubles the previous phase and it's just like but we've gotten half the amount of movies and it's all just been tv shows i'm like i think that's part of the issue as half much as i love movies, loki half the amount of story and wandavision yeah as long as i love loki and wandavision like hawkeye i could take it or leave it i did enjoy i haven't finished it but i would i am enjoying miss marvel overall but it just 
I think they're just doing too much. And it's losing, you know. I gotta say, I don't see uh, Thor Love and Thunder making as much as Maverick. Uh, it might not like honestly i don't think it will it had just, I, just, I think it's just a smidge better opening weekend domestically but i think it's gonna fall way harder whereas it's been a very steady decline over seven weeks for maverick yeah i don't know it just sucks because i wanted this movie to be great i expected to really enjoy it and the fact that it just fell so far off and didn't, just... didn't you like how the kids were sleeping through a battle battles going out outside their window and they're like not hearing anything well it didn't make sense most of the town was like aware and some of the kids were like what's that like and some of them were like like cool we're watching thor fight that's awesome like yeah i'd get that you're like he's a god what's gonna happen to him nothing and then some but then it comes to people who are just like sound asleep i'm like okay i bullshit i don't believe that your parents give you like 20 milligrams of melatonin there's no way you're sleeping through this exactly (laughs) no it just Valkyrie just seemed wasted in this film. I know. I loved her in Thor Ragnarok, and then they just didn't give us enough of her. That was one of my favorite Lego sets was that cool ship that she had back in the day. (laughs) I don't know. We also, like, even talking about there was apparently a four-hour cut of this movie. Four-hour cut of this? Yeah. Like, I mean, they say that, but I mean, that's just like, yeah, that's everything included. It's four hours, blah, blah, blah. I but mean, I've, I've heard that for the Batman. character from Thor Ragnarok. He didn't come back. That would have been sick. I was actually waiting for his character to show up and it never happened. Yeah, and then they also cut Peter Dinklage's character because they filmed scenes with him in it too. Give me more Guardians too. Like I, That opening battle could have been like a half hour long. I would have had a blast. Yeah, it just... And there was a, another Game of Thrones actor that I was hearing about that she was cast in Thor Ragnarok as a new character and they completely cut her character out. Wait, what did you say about Dinklage though? Peter Dinklage like as like the uh like the the star dwarf from like Infinity War. Right, I remember his character. You know, like he fil- came back and they filmed scenes with his character too, but him and uh Jeff Goldblum's character were both cut in the final cut of the movie. It would have helped. It would have helped. Yeah, this movie was just so meh. Meh. Like, yeah. It just sucked. I was... I really wasn't sure. I'm like, damn. I know. I was looking forward to this movie movie more than you were. And like you said, like, it sounds like I I hate it more than you you did. I think it's because I had no expectations for it at all. (laughs) Maybe. Maybe that's it. Well, I... If I came in with no expectations... Like I said, it's not a good sign when I'm like, yeah, I'm excited for this movie. Ah, shit. Can I leave now? Oh, it's like if it was half an hour in, I would have left. But I was halfway through the movie. So I'm like, fuck it. I'll just stay. I'll check it out. Here for the post credit scenes. And I was like, damn. Just what a waste of an afternoon. (laughs) I'm glad I went first thing in the morning and saw it because, yeah, it was over by 12, 30, 1 o'clock. Yeah. Yeah. Disappointment. Here afterwards, I'm like, that's yeah. Part of me, I like. Well, when I left the theater, I'm like, man, I need to go see Maverick for a fourth time or Elvis for a third time as a palate cleanser. 
Well, and also part of it was like this movie, like after watching, I'm like, man, this sucks. But even worse than that, after not liking it at all, I also wasn't thinking about it the next day. Like it wasn't like so hated that I'm like, this is the worst movie I've ever fucking seen. So I'm just thinking about it, about how much I hated it or how much I loved it. I just watched it once and I'm like, haven't thought about it till today. Right, wow. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. I mean, I've been seeing like okay not not necessarily 100 true but like i haven't really been thinking about it since i walked out of the theaters you know like i i've seen things online of people like oh well if you went in with expectations of this that's the problem it's a comedy not a blah 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 i'm like i don't think that makes it any better ragnarok is a comedy i enjoyed it more on rewatch and overall they wanted to hit us with good emotional moments these emotional moments then they would fuck it up with jokes just pick a lane but this, this should, have, also should have been egregious. way more serious, way more intense. It was just a, a, it was a love and bummer. That was terrible. But uh, we didn't even talk about love and thunder. It the whole name is Thor, Thor is thunder, and love is his adoptive daughter, who he gets from Gore at the very end of the movie. Oh yeah, well, which thinking... is also Chris Hemsworth's real daughter. Oh, is that really? Yes, I didn't and apparently, that. I guess I should notice oh. that oh, this oh, is oh, oh, an oh, original oh, character. Real quick, real quick. I'll say, back to parts of me laugh out loud. Matt Damon made me laugh out loud when I sh- when we got a close-up and it was him in that little theater scene. I laughed out loud at that. Oh, I forgot, because he was in Thor Ragnarok, too. Mm-hmm. Playing that same character. We just didn't know because we didn't really see them up close. But yeah, the little sketch scene with Matt Damon, Sam Neill, the other Hemsworth, and Melissa McCarthy. I actually laughed a little bit at that. That was kind of funny, especially the hammer on wires. <laughs> there was some funny yeah. shit there. Otherwise, there were, I mean, dumb. <laughs> yeah, like I don't know, man. I think I, I think I'm out of gas. I think I'm I'm out of gas for like the amount of like dislike I have for this movie. But I didn't know that that was Hemsworth's daughter that was played. That's cool. I didn't know that till after the movie. Yeah, I guess cool. we can talk about the post credits. Kind of, kind of cool that he has an adopted daughter now. I kind of dig that. Maybe that'll be better for Thor in the future. Who knows? Well, I think people have been talking about this for a long time, but the, I think they're setting up for like either a TV or movie of the Young Avengers from the comics. Okay. So I think that further goes with like him having a daughter that has powers i think that's leaning closer into the young avengers I mean, being probably a disney plus tv show as far as mid-credit scenes pretty funny with zeus again more zeus and good to see he's not dead because yeah, when, he, I, when I thought he was dead, he was dead like, in the movie I'm like oh that's some bullshit no i didn't think he was dead because he he's zeus like it can't be that easy to kill well that's, and that's what i thought I'm like is he really just dead that easy what the fuck it made me angry but then when I saw him alive, okay. But yeah, and Natalie Portman goes to heaven, I guess. Valhalla. It's Valhalla, Viking heaven. Valhalla. Viking warrior heaven. Which right. it was cool to see Idris Elba as, uh... oh God, what's his character name? I can't think of it offhand. But yeah. I don't know, the seer that controls the It's good to see Idris Ross. Elba. What's that? Good to see him again. Uh, and the character that we saw Zeus talking to to hunt down and get revenge on Thor is Hercules. Mm-hmm. So I don't, I'm not familiar with Hercules in the Marvel universe. So 
but I'm kind of curious because somebody, I did see somebody point out that one of the new live action movies that they're going for is a live action Hercules movie and it's produced by the Russo brothers. And someone's like, wouldn't it be the best if they connected those two universes by having the same character who's playing Hercules, who's also known for his singing voice to be the live action Disney Hercules movie. And I'm like, cool. Interesting. Idris Elba was a character named Heimdall. Heimdall, yeah. That's what his name is. As soon as you said it, I'm like, yeah, Heimdall. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But, and also like, I wasn't super pumped about what we saw at the end credit. Like Hercules, Mike, interesting. Not really sure where he fits in with the MCU. Um, But I Uh, also like seeing actual gods too. That's fun. I enjoy that. That was fun. All right, so I will say a real quick quick recap before we tie this up here. Christian Bale wanted a little bit more of his character, played a good part. Russell Crowe, good Zeus for what we got with Zeus. That was a pretty good Zeus. Made me laugh. That was the only time I really laughed was with his character. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I would say overall, um, I'm going to give this a solid D plus for dumb and dull. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, loved Natalie Portman's character. Wish we had a roadmap to get her here. Mm-hmm. Uh, Christian Bale was good, which we actually saw the God Butcher butcher some gods, though. And um, third one is Russell Crowe. Perfect all the way through. Um, Come a long way since Gladiator, which is, I think, the first movie I ever saw, man. Well, yeah. But yeah, you're right. Like I, I'm, I was thinking D, probably just a solid D for me. Like I didn't have fun. Like the jokes, just the recurring jokes weren't working for me. The, the love triangle between him, a hammer and an axe. And Jay, really? It's literally between him, the hammer, and his axe. Like thought that was stupid. The goat screaming for the whole movie. Are you fucking kidding me? No, and I just. I wanted this to be better. And the fact that they set Thor's character back just for the comedy's sake for the movie, I didn't appreciate. I didn't like that. Yeah. He's come so much farther than where they they left him in the movie, which sucks. Completely. 100%. Again, like, I like the way you put it, though. They Toy Story Ford him. <laughs> yeah. Which is ironic, because this is Thor 4, technically. I know it kind of lines up perfectly, right? Interesting. Interesting. All right. Like well, Toy Story that... 2 is way better than Thor 2. What's that? I said Toy Story 2 is way better than Thor 2, though. Oh, way better. Way better. Anyway. Oh, trilogy ahead. to trilogy. There's no comparison. Toy Story all the way. Oh, yeah. All right, everybody. Well, that is our review of Thor, Thor and Thunder. Loved it. Hated it. I hated it. Jordan was lukewarm at best, but I was wow. not a fan. Overall, was not a fan. No, <laughs> I was honestly. I'm like Daniel. Might is probably gonna love this. I don't know why. I'm like Daniel. Just might love. I thought we were gonna have yeah, opposite views I was on this one. pissed off. I almost left. <laughs> well, I hadn't heard you say anything all weekend long, so I'm like, I wonder if Daniel did. Like well, I didn't this. tell anybody because I'm like, I went on Thursday. I'm like, if I tell people I went today, they'll be like, why didn't you invite me? So I just didn't tell anybody. <laughs> Like, this is just what's working for my schedule. So I didn't tell anybody. Yeah. But yeah, let, let us know if you loved Thor, Love and Thunder. Loved it. Thundered it. Let us know. 
All right, everybody. Well, hey, thanks for downloading the show. And yeah, we'll talk to you next time on Movies and Brews. Cheers.